Hi, trendsetters. Welcome to another episode of That Trendy Therapist. Today, we're talking about anger. And I'm so glad we are because we desperately need to talk about anger. We are collectively so afraid of anger, especially angry women, but just anger in general. We're afraid to feel our own anger and to express that anger. And it makes sense why, because in our world, in our society, we have a lot of negative connotations surrounding anger. And as an angry woman, you might be called dramatic or mean or nasty or bossy or mean person. Uh, The list goes on and on. And when we experience anger, we often feel guilt associated with that anger or shame because we are told and we are taught that we should not feel anger, that we should not be expressing our anger because that's wrong in some way. And a lot of times this starts in childhood, sometimes in your own family. Uh, But if it wasn't in your own family, certainly when you got to the real world, you certainly heard that message because we've all heard it, either heard it or experienced it ourselves. And so the other day I posted a quote about anger and it was about that anger that is not honored becomes depression. And a lot of people liked it and a lot of people requested that I do a podcast on this very topic. And so I thought, yeah, why not? We need to talk about anger. And, you know, what better person to talk about anger than somebody that is comfortable expressing their anger? And I will say, I'm comfortable expressing my anger. I always have been. And um, I think that me talking about that from my perspective and also just from the perspective of a therapist and somebody in this field that has some experience and professional expertise on this topic, I thought maybe I can share that with you guys. And my goal is to really get you guys more in touch with your own anger and have you feel more comfortable expressing said anger Um, and hopefully to reduce some of that stigma around anger in general because it's a stigma that is preventing us from experiencing a human emotion that we should be able to feel that's a valid emotion like any other emotion that we have um we all have anger so let's just start there there's nobody on this planet earth that does not have anger or has felt anger at some point in their life a lot of times if you don't access your anger regularly you might not you might not notice it And so I want to say that annoyance and frustration are subsets of anger. So if you don't see yourself as somebody that feels angry, but you get annoyed by things or you get frustrated by things, know that those feelings are watered down versions of anger. And so those emotions of being annoyed or frustrated sometimes feel more palatable to us. Like it seems more acceptable to be frustrated with something than it does to be full-blown angry. And so because we feel safer in those experiences and we feel like they're more acceptable, we readily access those more. And um, 
that's a sign when you're feeling really angry or frustrated by many things that there maybe is some deeper anger going on. For example, you might be somebody that gets really a lot of road rage or gets annoyed by people on the sidewalk who walk too slowly um, or just gets annoyed by little things people do, mannerisms, things they say. Not that it's not normal to experience annoyance and anger, I mean annoyance and frustration, but when you're experiencing them so frequently and you're always so bothered by other people, that should be a sign to you that there's something deeper going on. Because newsflash, not everybody is walking around feeling frustrated and annoyed all the time. I'm certainly not. As somebody that is very in touch with my anger, I don't often feel just frustrated and annoyed on a daily basis by those little things because I am able to access the deeper emotion and attend to that anger. And so the little things, they roll off easier, which is a great, which is another great reason why we should be getting in touch with that deeper feeling. Um, Because the annoyance and the frustration, they're never going to go away unless you attend to that deeper problem. But we're shamed out of our anger, right? Like we're told that we shouldn't feel it because, you know, we're called aggressive. When we express said anger, we're immediately labeled as aggressive or out of control. And um, again, more so women than men because of, you know, the obvious differences that we have there with how we stigmatize said genders. But we all feel anger and we need to know how to express the anger. We need to know how to make space for it. Because what I've noticed people tend to do in my work with clients and just in my personal life is the people that aren't so comfortable with their anger will try to squash it like an overflowed garbage can. They will desperately try to put that lid down over it and try to squelch it and make it as small as possible. And they hope that by doing so, I guess that the anger will just go away. But it never works like that. Because when you suppress an emotion, it only gets bigger and it lives in your body. And maybe that's why you have physical ailments and you feel tension in your body. Maybe that's the stored anger. And stored anger becomes rage. And rage is a far scarier emotion than anger. You know, we're, we're so afraid of our own anger. But when you let it build, that's when it really becomes scary. Because then you don't have control over it. It, it has control over you. And so the anger itself is not something to be feared. And I think that that's just a really important point in general about anger is we tend to label certain emotions as good or bad emotions, but there are no such thing because all emotions have a time and a place and a purpose. If you never felt sadness, for example, and you never really knew true sadness, then how would you experience true joy? You know, like the two things go hand in hand. Um, It's like winter and summer, for example. If it was always summer, it wouldn't feel that special. It wouldn't feel like it was something to be extra overjoyed about. So it's important to feel both the highs and the lows, the dark and the light. With anger, it's, I think, scary for people because it feels harsh. It feels like it's something that nobody wants to deal with. And okay, yeah, it's, it's maybe it's not the most comfortable for people, especially people that are afraid of confrontation. Because anger 
usually means that there's something that needs to be confronted. There's something that you are not okay with that's happening, whether it's in a relationship or whether it's with a group of people or somebody else, and that something needs to be addressed. But how are you supposed to grow and become your best self and live your best life if there's nothing worth addressing? If you're just okay with every single thing and you're just content, then everything's just going to feel pretty numb. You're just going to be a pretty numb, hollow individual. But anger goes hand in hand with passion and fire. It's something that drives you forward because when you're not okay with something and when something's not working, you will most likely want to do something to make it better and to confront that thing. And so anger signals to us when something's not working, either within ourselves or in our outside world. And it leads to necessary communication. And the more that we get in touch with that anger, the less we will fear it. So when you start to feel tension in your body or you start to get annoyed on a frequent basis, that is the time to take a step back and to really ask yourself, all right, what is going on here? Like I notice that I'm really frustrated and I'm on edge and I feel really tense and my breath is really short. What is going on here? What am I avoiding? And this work can be done in therapy, of course. It can be done on your own if you are somebody that is willing to sit with their emotions and actually feel them and write them down. Or, you know, with anger, there's so much you can do. It's a very actionable emotion. You can go on a run. You can play some loud emo music and scream. You can, you know, go to a what's it called, a uh, class, a wor- any workout class. What am I looking for? Um, where you, yeah, one of those classes. There's a way to dispel the anger from your body. Um, and, oh, boxing. <laughs> I was going to say boxing. There are so many different ways to get creative with it. But if you don't feel it, then you're not dealing with it. So, if you're somebody that says, well, I'm just not angry and I just don't, I don't feel angry about anything, understand that that's not realistic. It's just a lie that you're telling yourself because you don't want to be an angry person. But there's a difference between being an angry person and having anger. We all have anger. We, like, just like we have sadness, just like we have joy, just like we have fear. We have all of these core emotions in us. We just might not be accessing them. But just because you're sad doesn't mean you're a sad person, right? Like we have to kind of get away from the character assassinations because we need to be more comfortable with expressing anger. Anger doesn't mean anything is wrong with us. It means there is something that's not working that our feelings are alerting us to. And if if there was nothing that mattered to you to change, then what's the point of living like at all? Right? Like there have to be things that you care about enough to fight for and are passionate about. Otherwise, you won't make any real difference in the world. You won't be able to develop yourself because you'll just always find a way to be content with everything. But that's really just tuning out. So I said I'd talk a little bit about myself and somebody that's very confident and comfortable with their anger. And what I guess I want to say about that is that. 
I, I guess it's partly nature for sure that I'm comfortable with that emotion. Um, and for sure, I've been in my life labeled these negative kind of terms as mean, bossy, whatever at different times because I've expressed said anger. And, you know, there's a way to express it. And of course, I've learned how to express it. You know, that's been something that over time as somebody that is comfortable with their anger, I've had to learn how to express it in a healthy way. Um, and sometimes that won't happen because we're human beings and sometimes that's okay. We're going to fly off the handle and whatever. But the best way to work on it is, is to express it and to learn how to do it in real time. So you have to start somewhere. But for me, as somebody comfortable with my anger, I notice it when it's there. You know, right when something triggers me that I'm angry about, I don't have the instinct to try to get rid of it, which I think a lot of times we do in our society. We feel like, uh-oh, we feel anger, we get scared, or we have all of these limiting beliefs around the anger. I shouldn't be feeling this way. It's wrong. It's bad. And then we try to suppress it. Rather than, I don't have those sorts of thoughts around my anger. I just start to feel it and let it just move through me and let it tell me what it wants to tell me. Maybe my anger is telling me that, okay, I just, you know, I just had an interaction with this person and it really rubbed me the wrong way. And I feel like I need to say something about it. So I do. And in doing so, I give myself permission to feel my emotions and let them move through me and be true to myself. And usually it's, it's a good thing because what it does is allows it to move through me so I'm not holding on to it so that after I experience it in the moment, it's gone. And usually it leads to some sort of conversation between myself and somebody else that needed to happen. And my feelings are then known and I'm not stuffing them down or suppressing them or holding on to them and they're not causing tension in my body or physical ailments in my body. And it's out in the open. My truth is there, which is scary for some people for sure. But again, you have to practice it. It has to start somewhere. And maybe it starts with something more you know, insignificant that doesn't feel as scary to you. But the point is that when it comes up, it's really important to notice what your thoughts are around this anger. Maybe you're scared of it because you've grown up with people that are angry and they did not know how to healthfully express their anger. And you worry that if you get angry, you might become like that okay, that's valid. That's a valid fear. But then that's something to work on because just because, you know, your elders or somebody else that you looked up to didn't know how to express their anger doesn't mean that anger is wrong or bad. It just means they didn't know how to express it properly. So that's something you can learn. Um, so a lot of times there's fear around anger or there's shame, shame about just the feeling of anger in general. Like you shouldn't feel angry because Anger is not a pleasant emotion. I mean, okay, but again, you can't get to the pleasant emotions until you work through the unpleasant ones because it will be there regardless. So maybe it doesn't feel pleasant in the moment, but you have to think of the bigger picture. And it's part of self-care. It's part of learning that we have to experience all of our emotions in order to be our full true selves and to be our highest selves. And when I posted that quote about anger and depression, I think that that is a really 
strong cause of depression for many people is they're numb. They don't feel much of anything because they have diluted these emotions such as anger. And again, anger is an activating emotion. It, it gives you energy. That's why people want to go on a run to you know, burn it off or whatever. It's something that makes you want to take action and it gives you energy. And so people that express their anger, they have that passion, they, they have that fuel because they're willing to go to that place where there's stuff worth fighting for. And I think that that's just the shift in perspective that we really need to have around anger because again, we are so used to feeling bad about our anger or making other people feel like their anger is wrong or shameful when that's just a projection because you're afraid of your own anger. That's not, it's not real, it's not right, it's not fair because it's just cutting ourselves off from how we really feel. So all of this is to say that we need to get more in touch with our anger and we need to allow it to be something that is an okay feeling, is a good feeling for us to have. And again, there are no good or bad feelings, but that it's something that we should experience just like we should experience every other emotion. And that running away from anger isn't actually doing anything positive for us. It's just making it worse for us in the long run because we're just storing things up. And then, you know, that's when people get passive aggressive and aren't direct about how they actually feel. So it hurts relationships and things don't get said that need to get said. Because again, anger really normally leads to some sort of conversation that isn't about something that isn't working, that needs to be addressed, like an unhealthy behavior or pattern or something that's not great. So we need anger. It's something that we have to access in order to have live our best lives and have the best, healthiest relationships that we can have. And, you know, as somebody with anger, I'm proud of my anger. I love, I, I don't love to be angry, but I also don't have any negative emotions around the anger or thoughts around my anger. I don't tell myself it's wrong. I just, I just say, okay, I'm angry. I notice it. And I let myself be that. And yeah, sometimes it's about giving yourself permission, especially when you feel the shame or the fear around it. And start small. If you notice a little bit of annoyance at something, use those things as a clue. Okay, there's something bigger going on. It's not just that I hate these drivers that are driving slowly or cutting me off. Yes, that's annoying. But what am I really, what is this really getting at? And maybe sometimes you are displacing these frustrations on something else because it's easier to be upset about those things, like a driver that you don't even know, than it is to realize, for example, that what you're really upset about is, you know, an argument you just had with a friend. Because that feels scarier. That's, you know, there's more stock in that. There's that actual friendship that you have that you want to go well. Um... So that's something to notice too. Like if you're getting angry about things that mm, maybe aren't that significant in the long run, maybe they're just displaced emotions. So again, taking these things as a cue, as a hint that there may be something larger going on. So that's what I wanted to say about anger. And I hope that this inspired you in some way to embrace your own anger or got you curious about your anger 
Because when we're fearful about an emotion, it's good to get curious about it and just sort of investigate what's there below the surface to get to know ourselves better, to get to know what are the kind of things that make you angry. You know, maybe being something being unjust or unfair, maybe that's something that really makes you angry. Or maybe it makes you angry when you feel like you're suffocated by something or people or a situation and you don't feel like you have a way out. Or maybe you get angry when people don't seem to be acting how you want them to, which is maybe more of a projection. Maybe you don't feel comfortable with how you've been acting. Um, so there's all different categories of this anger. It's important to know what that looks like for you and what the sources of your anger are. And then you can work on those things. And that is where you get to the inner work and the root of the issues. So we all have anger. Anger is not something to be feared. And the more that you practice it and allow yourself to feel it, you will realize that anger won't kill you. Anger won't destroy you. It is not something to be feared. It's something to be embraced. And the more that you embrace it, the less scary it becomes. And the more able you can be to express that anger to other people and know that it's not a burden. It's not something that you're doing wrong. It's not aggressive. It's not the same thing as aggressive. Aggressive is, you know, you're actually attacking somebody. You are, there's harm, there's a threat. But just being angry is not the same thing and that should not be confused. So that said, embrace your anger. Notice the annoyance and frustration that you might feel about certain things and ask yourself if it's actually pointing to a deeper issue inside of you. And that is that on that. I hope you guys got something good from this episode and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye guys.